Hello ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Chi Odogu Show episode 37. Now in today's episode I'm talking about a subject I have titled Thank God They Stole His Bike. Now what do I mean by that? Well, two weeks ago the world woke up and learned that the greatest of all time, the undisputed heavyweight champion of the boxing world, Muhammad Ali, passed away. And then last week, Friday, I think it was June 10th, um, was his burial and memorial celebration and ceremony. So I was riveted watching the events that unfolded on Friday all through the procession in the morning all the way up into the eulogies in the evening. And there was a particular story that stuck with me. As I was listening to, you know, all the heavy names in the world, um, Bill Clinton, Billy Crystal, uh, John Ramsey, all the imams and pastors and Buddhist monks and all these different people that came and gave very, very beautiful eulogies to Muhammad Ali. But there was a particular story that struck with me. And that was the story of how Muhammad Ali got into boxing. Now, I'd, I didn't watch many of his boxing matches and I never knew about the story. But what one person spoke about was that, no, I think it was his wife actually. She said that when I think Muhammad Ali was about 12 years old, somebody stole his bike, his bicycle. So he was very, very angry and he reported to a, a white policeman in um, Louisville, Kentucky. And then he was like, oh, that he wants to beat up the person that stole his bike. And so the policeman said, why don't you channel that um, anger and come to the gym and train? And so that was that was it, basically. That was the innocent conversation that led to Muhammad Ali discovering boxing within a year of getting in the boxing ring he was a professional fighter and that was it he never looked back so i mean it just goes to show that you never know what would be the catalyzing factor that would lead you to your destiny for him who who knew nobody knew he didn't know the policeman didn't know that the steel even the person that stole his bike didn't know what effect that would have on his life you know so it could have just been anything else but fate. He could have met a police officer that was like, oh, what, I don't give a damn. Just make a police report and that would be the end of that. Or somebody would have told him, oh, sorry, we'll try our best and find it. Or he, he might not even have looked for the bike. Or a whole bunch of scenarios could have played out as to why Muhammad Ali would not have gotten into boxing. He just so happened that he complained to the one man who was in the position to help him channel his aggressiveness into a very productive pursuit that would lead him to a career that basically changed the world in terms of politics, sports, um, philosophy, religion. I mean, all spheres of life. Muhammad Ali basically touched all spheres of life with, with his life and with his talent and with his ability. So... There's a Latin word, I believe it's called amor fati, which means love everything that happens to you. 
and i think that's how we should all look at our lives we should love everything that happens to us whether it's good or whether it's bad i think there's a bible verse that goes in romans eight twenty eight that um for we know that all things work together for good to them that love the lord and are called according to his purpose so you just you have to think of life that yes everything will work together for good nobody nobody knew you know what i mean i mean it's just ridiculous to think about the loss of a bicycle you know maybe i mean i don't know if his parents had a lot of money but it could have just been that it was so precious to him that he wanted to do anything to get it back but it was the loss of his bicycle that catalyzed and changed the course of history as we know it in terms of sports especially in the boxing world so just um whether you lost your job you know you didn't get the promotion you wanted you got the divorce you're in debt you you know you can't pay your bills whatever situation you're in you just have to say you know what i know this might not be the best situation right now but um i have to love what is happening to me because i know that some way somehow i don't know how it's going to play out right now but it's going to work out and this is going to be the best thing that will help my future and help my career so yeah just encouraging you guys to not take a negative or pessimistic approach to life when bad things happen because life life will always throw bad things at you and you're only a champion like my um chancellor used to say you're only as good as the thing that causes you to quit so love everything that happens to you i'm a fatty and i'm going to leave you with a clip from a 1979 tribute by billy crystal upon on um muhammad ali's retirement ceremony uh billy crystal is a popular comedian in the u.s and he gave a very very moving and memorable um tribute to muhammad ali at his funeral but in 1979 when um ali was retiring from the boxing world um Billy Crystal had this very, very beautiful skit in which he just mimicked all of Ali's mannerisms and talks and characteristics. And from there's this one particular scene in that show or in that skit that I think really, really resonates with you guys, the listeners. So take a listen and, um, yeah, love everything that happens to you. Don't quit. Don't give up. And you know what? Things are going to turn around and everything is going to work out fine. Till next time, guys. Cheers. Bye. The champ is dead. Long live the champ. He surprised me, that's Binks. <laughs> I guess at the age of 36, you know, I couldn't... Train like I want to train, you know. Couldn't do the things in the ring I want to do. Gave that ugly sucker the first seven rounds and tried to come back after him, you know. Just gave away too much, you know. Every time I reached back for that something to knock him out, just wasn't there, you know. Hell, uh, he was so ugly, I think ain't no way he could beat me. Oh, Leah. Yeah, they took away his driver's license. He walked into a telephone pole. Maybe.
everybody's saying to me now, they're saying, hey, champ, you must feel bad you ain't champ more. You, you lost to some kid who looked like a train ran through his face. I say, hey, hey, man, I ain't got nothing to be sorry about. You see, everybody in life suffers a loss, you see. It's the one who can overcome the loss and make a success of himself that's really doing something. As I look back over my career, I was heavyweight champion 14 years ago, man. Ain't that something? 14 years ago. I had a great life. Allah's been good to me. 59 professional fights, made a lot of money, got beautiful kids, great family, got everything to look forward to. But something's eating at me. I don't want to go out losing to no Leon Spinks with eight professional fights. I don't want to be remembered as being out of shape in that ring of Las Vegas. I want him one more time. And I'm going to do I'm 36 years of age, my body's tired, I don't like training very much, but starting tomorrow, I'm getting in shape for that rematch with Leon. Getting up early, I'm going to run with the moon. I'm going to start hitting that table and do my push-up, do my sit-ups, going to take the punch, do whatever I have to do, and I'm going to run. And I want to be the first man ever to win the title for the third time. Nobody's ever done anything like that. But then again, nobody's ever done anything quite like me. And I'm predicting that I'm going to do it, because I want to be the heavyweight champ for the third time. Because I can do it. And you can do it too. No matter what you was in life, no matter what color, no matter what religion, it's never too late to start all over again. Never forget that. And you'll never forget me. I am the greatest 